When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, Episode 524, an excerpt from the book Managing Motherhood, A Guide to Creating More Ease, Space, and Grace in Motherhood by Rebecca Baruki. Happy Thursday to ya! I'm your host, Joss Marie, and I read to you from some of the best relationship blogs we can find throughout the week. And today's post features an excerpt from a book on motherhood written by Rebecca Baruki. Rebecca's a TV host, mother of five, and the founder of the Bliston Wellness Movement. If you're an overwhelmed mama, this episode's definitely for you. So let's get right into the excerpt from Rebecca and start optimizing your life. An excerpt from the book Managing Motherhood, A Guide to Creating More Ease, Space, and Grace in Motherhood by Rebecca Baruki. My definition of success has everything to do with how I show up and nothing to do with things that are happening outside of my control. How many times have you felt like a failure because your kid got a bad grade on a report card or threw a temper tantrum in public? Think back to the last time you went to bed with a pit in your stomach over all the unchecked items on your to-do list, which couldn't have mattered that much because, hey, everyone made it through the day alive and the house didn't burn down, right? Why not also define success as how you act while you're moving toward everything you want instead of just getting what you want? The old me used to take my kids' grades so seriously, and I let their achievements and failures affect my sense of personal value. Now, when one of my kids comes home with less than stellar marks on their report card, I respond with compassion, curiosity, and an even temperament. Most of the time. When I fail, I catch myself, or my kids enthusiastically call me out. But even when my reaction isn't perfect, I try to help them figure out what isn't working in that particular class. From there, we co-create a better plan for going forward. That reaction comes from a place of knowing that I can be a good, successful mother even when my kid is having a hard time at school. If I feel like I'm doing a crappy job as their mom, how can I be confident or effective in helping them? I can't. The same goes for public temper tantrums. Being a little kid is hard. They want what they want, and they don't understand why they just can't have it when they want it. Imagine how good it would feel after realizing that something has gone terribly wrong with your day to throw yourself on the floor in the middle of the grocery store and scream at the top of your lungs until someone brings you what you want. I crave that freedom, so I don't blame a toddler for taking it. And I don't blame myself when my toddler does it. Yes, it can be horrifying when any perceived dirty laundry is put on display for strangers and their judging eyes. That's why whenever I see an exhausted, embarrassed mom trying to wrangle her wild, tiny person back into the shopping cart in the housewares aisle at Target, I give her a kind smile that says, I feel your pain, sister. Stay strong. Then I help her refold the towels her beautiful child threw all over the floor and place them neatly back on the shelf. 
What I also want her to know is that I think she's doing a great job and that I consider her to be a success already. She got herself and her kid dressed and outside. She is successfully surviving this day just like she has survived every day before it. I want her to believe that that's what makes her a good mom and that a screaming toddler doesn't change that fact. I want her to know that believing in herself and her abilities is going to allow her to show up better in every moment for herself and for her family. She doesn't have to panic when things feel like they're going sideways. Instead, she can confidently say to herself, I got this. I always have. My success might look different every day, but as long as I'm moving forward, I am succeeding. You might not feel confident now, but you will. Repeated success feels confidence. One of my favorite mantras and bits of advice for building confidence is do the thing, don't die, repeat. That's it. Try the new thing, live another day, handle your toddler's temper tantrum or your teenager's disastrous report card like a Buddha. It might feel scary or hard, but you can do that scary hard thing in the midst of fear or struggle. Do the thing. Surviving it, not dying, is success. Repeat until it's no longer scary, until it's no longer hard. The proof that you can do challenging things will build your confidence. And confidence is like the world's most powerful fertilizer. It will give you the courage to try more new things, to take bigger risks, to make more mistakes, and to forgive and love yourself through it all. I once did a podcast interview in which I couldn't stop laughing for the first three minutes because I realized I had my pants on backward. I had been wearing them like that all day long without noticing. I was that busy. Ironically, the topic of the interview was how I have it all and keep it together with five kids and a business. In backward sweatpants, that's how. Perfection has not and will never be a requirement for happiness or success. Progress, acceptance, grace, forgiveness, baby steps, and love. Those are key characteristics of a happy person's success strategy. The podcast host left the whole laugh fest in the final version of the show, and I'm so glad she did. I want every mother to know that my days are productive, happy, and messy. You just listened to an excerpt from the book, Managing Motherhood, A Guide to Creating More Ease, Space, and Grace in Motherhood by Rebecca Baruki. Thanks a ton to Rebecca, and all I can say is cheers to all you hardworking mamas. Every day is a success. And that's all I've got for you today, so let's finish on up. Thanks so much for listening, and remember to join me again tomorrow for the final post of the week, where your optimal life awaits.